On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Coach Jesse Thomas. Coach Thomas is the new athletic director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Essex, Maryland. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to player scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Coach Thomas, thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So uh, I know you're a big map guy and you're you're a fan of reading maps and finding your way here. But I got to tell you, you came right here. You're a little early. Most people, it's a little quirky finding this place. So how'd, how'd that go? I left early. So I, I mean, it was okay. Uh, the traffic was decent. It wasn't horrible. And I happened to land right out front. So it was, it was went well. Very good. Thank you. I appreciate you, you coming. Uh, you're the new athletic director at Mount Carmel. Um, people are probably going to get to know you. They probably know you a little bit better than I do. But I like to go through some of your past just so people really get an idea who we're talking to. Is that okay? That's absolutely. That's fine. Did you play high school sport, sports, sir? Yes. Yeah, so I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing football, basketball, and baseball. In high school, I played football, basketball, and baseball. Um, and then I went on and played uh, Division One college baseball. Now, we're in Maryland. Did you go to school in Maryland? So I went. I actually grew up in New Jersey, and I grew up in Ventnor, which is on the Monopoly board. Ventnor Avenue. What co- what color is it? Do you know? I'm trying, oh, is it, it yellow? It's yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin Gardens. All they, they're yellow. Yeah. So I went to Holy Spirit High School for three years, and then I played baseball for my father, and then I transferred down to Riverdale Black Baptist and played for Coach Terrell, who has I think he's the winningest high school baseball coach on the East Coast. So you brought him up. Your dad did. Your dad play baseball. He did. My father played division. Or I'm sorry. My father played professional baseball for the Pittsburgh Pirates in the 1970s. My grandfather actually played professional baseball for the Washington Senators. So I have a bit of a baseball background. Baseball pedigree. Yeah. Yes. So what, what your dad was, a, did you tell me he was a pitcher? He was a pitcher. He was a left-handed pitcher and he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He played with uh, Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell, Willie Randolph, all those guys. But you play. He played in Pittsburgh, but you guys landed in Jersey for your high school career. And Riverdale Baptist. I got to say, I'm not too familiar with that. Can you tell? What's is there a story there? So I played in a tournament actually in Maryland at Joe Cannon Stadium after my junior year in high school. I had a pretty good tournament, and Coach Terrell happened to be sitting with my uncle. And uh, Coach Terrell was talking to my uncle about me possibly moving down to Maryland. So I moved down to Maryland, lived with my uncle Mike and played baseball for Coach Terrell, and it was a fantastic experience. We were ranked number one in the East Coast, 17 or 18 in the country. There was uh, six or seven kids that played Division One baseball out of off that team, two kids that got drafted, and I think we went 35-4. and four. It was an awesome experience, and a lot of scouts there, major league, college scouts, things like that. Now, you're a left-handed thrower also, correct? 
I am, yes. What position did you play in high school? <laughs> so I started off as a pitcher, but my father was also a pitcher, and he he was uh, kind of tough on me as a pitcher. But so about halfway through my high school career, I noticed that I, I could hit a little bit. So I just um, went, played outfield, and then I was a pretty good hitter, and I ended up going to Old Dominion University on a scholarship as an alpha, as a right fielder. Very cool. So Old Dominion is in Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. I, I yes. was kidding before the show. I said Florida. Uh, Norfolk. Is that on the coast? It is, yes. So what did you major in down there in Old Dominion, sir? So I majored in social studies history. Okay. And you went four years to Old Dominion, or did I hear you transferred? I did. I went two years to Old Dominion, and I transferred to Fairleigh Dickinson, which is in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's also Division One. So you've been throwing a baseball a long time. Those arms get worn out, don't they? Yeah. So after my sophomore year, I had um, a cortisone shot in my left shoulder. And then after my junior year, I had an MRI and they told me I had a torn labrum. Couldn't really do much. I, I, my th- ability to throw started to um, decline. Actually, I had a catch with my son the other day. I think he has a better arm than me. He's 12, which is kind of a disappointment at this point <laughs> in my life. But uh, yes, yeah, so he could be a proud papa moment. I, I guess so. I guess. Yeah, he'll be if he listens to this. I'd, Chase, I, I think I still can throw the ball further than you. My son plays basketball, and the first time he came to me and said, Dad, you got to stop letting me win, and I wasn't letting him win. I knew yeah. it was times were changing. Yeah. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, so that's where my arm deteriorated, and I stopped playing baseball after my senior year. Very good. But you graduated from college. Yes, I did. And you went on to stay in sports. I did. How did you stay in sports? So I moved back to New Jersey and I took a teaching job and assistant or assistant baseball coach at St. Augustine Prep School in New Jersey, uh, which is in Richland, New Jersey. And I tell people with it because they ask, what is St. Augustine Prep like? It's an all boys high school. It's almost like a Calvert Hall in South Jersey. They win a lot, you know, a lot of championships. Coach Rodeo, who's the varsity basketball coach, is the winningest high school basketball coach or second in the state of New Jersey. Behind, there's a guy from Camden who had a lot of wins also. I don't know if he's first or second. I'm sorry. We, we won't fact check you. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Did you say Coach Rodeo? <laughs> yes, Paul Rodeo. How do you get a name like that? <laughs> I, I don't know. And why is he not doing something related to horses and cowboys? I think because he has 800 high school career wins, multiple state championships. All yeah. right, all right. We won't, we won't hold that against him. All right, yeah. so moving on, what did you? What was your next? How did you end up down here in Maryland? So I, I was at St. Augustine Prep for three years, and I was looking for a head coaching job. The coach at St. Augustine Prep wasn't going to leave. He, was, he won a lot of games also. So uh, Coach Terrell, I, I reached out to Coach Terrell, who was still the athletic director at Riverdale Baptist at the time, and he connected me with Jeff Palumbo. And Jeff ended up bringing me down to teach and be his assistant and varsity baseball coach at uh, Towson Catholic High School. So I moved down here in 2006 to start my career at Towson Catholic. So being a, a teacher and coach in the building, mm-hmm. I, that's not always the case. There's there's times when coaches, you know, they they have a regular full-time job, they're doing something, and they're just in the weekend. Do you find benefit in being, you know, in the building as a coach versus not? Or, or what, what do you see as the differences there? Because you're probably, as a new athletic director, going to be hiring some people too. And not all of your coaching positions are going to have – spots in the building as well so is there a big difference between that so I would say the benefits are you are able to uh, stay on top of your players more closely so I as 
throughout my time as a coach and as an athletic director, I was able to check grades, um, deal with discipline issues, kind of nip things in the bud before they grew into larger issues. So it is a <clears throat> usually a benefit to have a coach in the building. Very cool. So you're now the athletic director, newish, new. How new are you at Mount Carmel? Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. I bet you were surprised with a couple of uh, functions that you weren't sure you were going to have to do right away. But before we get too much into the details of it, um, Coach, what does an athletic director do? <laughs> it it's, uh, varies from day to day. But it's so I would say as soon as I get into school, just checking through emails and seeing what needs to be addressed right away, what doesn't need to be addressed right away. But there are a lot of things that vary throughout the day. Uh, a lot of it is scheduling, just making sure or organization, I should probably say, is the most important thing, making sure that. Everything is scheduled correctly. You have referees. You have buses going to where they need to go. I mean, this week, for example, is uh, stressful for, as an athletic director because we still have our basketball team in playoff mode. They play in the BCL tournament Friday night, and we have spring sports starting. So, you know, Coach Quinn is going to get the gym first because he's in BCL playoff week, but we have rain this week, so or, you know, rained yesterday. So it's just a lot of con communicating with parents this team's going here, this team's going there, this team's on this bus, uh, this, time, this team's practicing this time to this time, making sure rosters are full, filled out correctly, a lot of forms, you know, whether it's a transportation form or a physical form or an athletic permission slip. Just a lot of it is, um, you know, just making sure you are organized and everything, all the paperwork is in. And we kidded before, before the show that the most stressful time, I told you, was the 15 minutes before a game because you got to make sure, you know, the away team is there, your team is ready. All, everything's set up. Referees are there. That's always the most stressful for me. Is I know we have referees confirmed, but with traffic and things happening, you know, we want to make sure the refs are there and on time and everything's ready to go. And then kind of breathe a sigh of relief once things start. And you do it times too because um, Mount Carmel is co-ed. It's there's boys and girls, so yeah. you're you're doing stuff for the M I A A N, the I A A M. Correct. Where some of the schools that maybe are all boys or all girls kind of only have to worry about one set of rules or or not quite, maybe not as many teams too because you probably have a boys and a girls basketball team do you have jv also oh, we have jv boys yes yeah so fun 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 yeah it's it's a lot of work <laughs> um but that's not all you do i understand you have something to do with a, a gym out in uh, glenarm yeah so i own glenarm sports and we rent out multiple other facilities also at this point Glenarm Sports. It's been a minute since I've been there. Glenarm, Ireland. It's up that road, Bordy Vineyard, Farm Country. How, how, did, how did you find and how did you get a, a basketball gym kind of out there? Is there other sports facilities going on out there? Is there, is there a lot of kids that need space? What's going on out uh, in Glenarm? Everybody needs space. So nine years ago, um, Perry, I was at Perry Hall Christian School for 11 years as the athletic director, baseball coach, and teacher, and among other jobs. And they needed a place to play their home games because their gym was not high school compliant or high school federation compliant, I should say. So a business partner of mine who is out in Glenarm in that facility helped build out a space in, in the warehouse where we could put a basketball court. And uh, we were blessed in that there happened to be a court there, Towson University's old floor, which we've taken care of. And it, it hopefully still looks, you know, I think it looks good. And uh, we built it out, and we started renting it out. But it was initially for Perry Hall Christian School. They used it for volleyball and basketball. They still do to this day. 
And we started getting rentals. We created leagues. We created our own gladiators program out of it. And it, it just morphed into something huge where we're now leasing four different facilities. So hold on. I just want to make sure I got this straight. You were looking for a space to practice basketball. Mm-hmm. You found warehouse space in Glenarm. Yeah. And oh, yeah, by the way, there just happens to be a basketball floor in storage right there. Would you like to use that as well? Correct. And that's, that's kind of how it <laughs> happens. Yeah. And it's from Towson University. Correct. So you're not alumni. You're not a teacher. It was just this serendipitous kind of random thing that came together. And the place is nice. I've been there several times. I've been there, watch my son play, watch other teams play. Nice gym. Yeah. It's it, like I said, we've been blessed just to be out in that, that space. And we, there's uh, another, you asked about another business, Maryland Sportsplex is out there. They do an awesome job with softball. So it, there's a lot going on out there. They're trying to build more uh, facilities out there. I don't know exactly what they're doing out there, but restaurants and things like that, because it is pretty busy. Now you do all the operational stuff out there at Glenham Sports. So if someone wanted to dread the place, they call you, right? <laughs> She's probably gonna hate me for this, but we actually so Jen works for me full time. So if you're calling looking for a rental, you would actually ask for Jen. And we um, like we are now leasing in other facilities. So we lease uh, Grace Academy out in Bel Air because we have we run leagues and tournaments and things like that. So we actually have a spring league coming up. We just finished winter league. So our spring league, which is on our website, is is coming up in a couple weeks. So if you're looking to register for that, you would go on the website. But if you're looking for a rental, you would contact Glen Arm Sports and then you would uh, get a hold of Jen and she does all the rentals. And we're open pretty much any time, so uh, you can get a hold of her at almost any time. Well, thank you, Jen. We appreciate you uh, putting in the time. <laughs> hopefully, we you don't get yeah. Hopefully, you get lots of calls yeah, from this. Hopefully, <laughs> but it's not just that facility in Glenarm. You were saying there's several other gyms around the area that if you get in contact with Glenarm Sports, if that gym's not available or it's not close, there's a couple in the area that you have access to to help rent out either the space or if there's a league. And you were mentioned your league, Glenarm. What age range is that? Yeah, so we started a league, like I said, seven, eight years ago when we first started. We got the idea of running leagues. So uh, we had a winter league, and we had 75 teams. That just ended. But the fact that— 75? We had 75 teams in winter That's league. That's big. Uh, it's a pretty big league. Yeah, boys and girls. That's still big. Yeah. So we there was a need for a space out in Hartford County. So we worked with Keith Rawlings, who's the arena, owner of Arena Club, and he leased to us Grace Academy, which is on 543 in Bel Air. So if you're looking to rent space out in Hartford County, we rent out um, Grace Ca- Classical Academy out there on uh, Cresswell Road. We also, because we have a program called the Gladiators, which their tryout comes up on March 11th. That's all on our social media, all those times for each of the teams. We started with the Gladiators program, maybe five or six years ago and we have two um, people that run our program and that started with two teams and it's now up to 14 and growing like I said we have tryouts on March 11th we and we anticipate 14 teams but we certainly can have multiple teams at different age levels we now have boys and girls we started out with girls so it it necessitated the uh, another court we need another court so we use the Grace Academy, which is now going to, we're going to run our Hartford County program out there called the Glenarm Guardians, which that is also on our social media. That's going to start with just girls, but hopefully that morphs also into boys, but we're just starting with girls out there. But because our Baltimore County location needed more teams, we also lease Life Source Church, which is on Bel Air Road in Perry Hall. 
So we also do rentals there, but a lot of our teams practice at that facility. Also, because they couldn't get into the space at Glenarm because we had too many teams. We also, starting April 1st, are supposed to, we're still working out the lease details, but they were supposed to take over another space in Glenarm, which we have a co- we'll have a court at. So we'll have two courts at Glenarm, one out in Harford County, and one in Perry Hall. Nice. Yeah. Kid, kids, kids and parents like their sports. They, they do. They do. And we're just trying to give them a place to play. And I think it's good for them to give them something to focus on, an outlet. It's, you know, some exercise. It's, it's good for them. Absolutely. I could talk to you all day. I want to bring you back to Mount Carmel just for a second. Absolutely. Now, Mount Carmel's in Essex. Yes, it is. You're the new AD. Yes. Big school, little school. Uh, about 500 students, pre-K to 12. But I will tell you that it's it. our admissions uh, over the past couple of weeks, our admissions director is super busy. And she does a fantastic job. And she's received, just through athletics, I know we, we, we've pushed a couple people in that direction as far as shadow days and tours and things like that. We have a couple set up in the next couple of weeks because of the people we're hiring and bringing in to coach our athletic programs. And, and I think that it's an attractive option. It's a private school in Essex. There's not a lot of private schools down in Essex. And they do a fantastic job of marketing and things like that. Mascot for the sports team at Mount Carmel is the? Cougars. The Cougars. You mentioned the boys are getting ready for the BCL. BCL is the Baltimore Catholic League, which playoffs. is different slightly than the MIAA. The MIAA just had their championship. They did, correct. And now the BCL is about to have theirs. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We play Friday night. Okay, and where where's that at? Uh, it's at Goucher College. Goucher. Yeah. That should be fun. It, it should. Do you know anything about Goucher? <laughs> yeah, actually, I have my master's degree in education from oh, Goucher. We, have, so. we could we could talk to Jesse Thomas all day. <laughs> I, I don't know if they'd, they'd be excited because I have two classes to teach today. So, <laughs> all right, so so let's cut it short. But what I like to end with is a, a piece of advice. Some, some if there's a student or the parent of a student listening, and maybe it's an eighth grader, maybe it's an eleventh grader, maybe it's a kid that wants to play in high school, but they're not sure. Maybe they're playing multiple sports and they're considering kind of focusing on one. Ah, you know what? There's there's so many kids out there with so many things that you know they could hear but if you had a piece of advice for someone can i give you two absolutely okay so my first piece of advice and you touched on it a little bit was is that i don't believe in specialization too early Um, actually i wrote my thesis paper for my master's on the impact of specialization the negative impact of specialization and i always use my brother as an example he played college football for, for villanova on a full scholarship so he's obviously a gifted athlete. He has multiple state records for passing touchdowns and rushing touchdowns in New Jersey. Uh, but he played baseball for me as a freshman or sophomore, and he had really didn't play before. And he came out, and he was a fantastic athlete, and he he excelled in baseball, and he just kept playing for the next couple of years. He also played basketball at St. Augustine Prep. So I, I don't think you need to specialize because he then ended up getting a scholarship for football. So I don't think you need to specialize. And like I said, I even I played three sports in high school and ended up playing just uh, baseball in college. So I don't feel like you need to specialize early. I think that you can play multiple sports. And eventually, when it's time to make that decision for college, junior, senior year, just stay with that one sport. But I think too often kids kind of uh, 
hurt themselves and take away from things that they, you know, things they may enjoy that they neither know or they don't know that they enjoy by just playing one sport. And the second piece of advice, and I know it's cliche and probably everybody in your show says is, but the importance of an education, uh, I was a baseball player and most baseball players only get 50% scholarships because they only have 11.7 for college. So uh, you can only get a 50%. Well, you, I guess you could get a hundred, but I wasn't a pitcher. So I was an outfielder. So you only get 50%. So uh, the 50% I got um, athletically was supplemented by the 50% I got academically. And there are so few kids that end up playing professional sports that you really need to focus on the education it's so important and what you can do with it in college and, and beyond is probably more important because there are so few kids like i said that are going to play professional sports it's really the most important thing more important in sports and yes i'm an athletic director own a sports related business telling you that academics is more important than athletics that's still good advice and i'll take it hopefully somebody's listening <laughs> hopefully someone listens to that coach thomas thank you thank you i appreciate it You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.